Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Super excited to have you here. Today we will be discussing, does your worth come from men? If you're new here, my name is Tolu Falode. I discuss love, faith, and finance here on audio every week. You can also join our little growing family over on Facebook, The Love Triangle, where we discuss everything to do with love on a daily basis. We share experiences, we give tips, we give advice, we discuss. It's just a really fun um, environment to learn from one another's experiences. The link will be in the description of this audio and also by the Facebook icon on the sidebar for SoundCloud. So... To be able to understand if your worth comes from men, we are going to be using scripture. And the scripture we'll be using is Genesis 24, 16 to 18. A bit of background here, guys. Abraham, father of faith, as we call him, had sent his most trusted servant to find a wife for Isaac, his son, from his own people. Now, his servant had to make a journey Um, to be able to find this woman. So he said a prayer to God and waited for the woman that will confirm his prayer for signs. We are reading from the moment the servant started to observe Rebecca to confirm signs that he had prayed for from God. Rebecca is Isaac's soon-to-be wife. Genesis 24, 16 to 18, from the New International Version of the Word, and I read, The woman was very beautiful, a virgin, No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. I want to couple that scripture with Proverbs 31.10 from the New International Version, which describes the wife of noble character. And it simply says, A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Those two passages are very important for today's topic, which is, does your worth come from men? First thing I want us to notice about Rebecca from the prior scripture we read in Genesis 24, 16 to 18, is that she is very beautiful. She was beautiful without compromising herself, without lowering her standards, because we are told she was a virgin and no man had ever slept with her. So please ask yourself, are you confident enough in who you are to not be swayed to sleep with a man just because he says you're beautiful? Does your beauty come from how men look at you? Do you dress for the sole purpose of, you know, attracting a guy's attention? Or does it come from your identity in Christ? Rebecca did not need to announce her beauty. It spoke for itself. We are not even told her name from the passage of scripture I just read. We just know that she is noticeable. This woman is very beautiful without compromising her standards. Do you know as a woman of God, your beauty speaks for itself? So why do you feel the need to prove your beauty? You don't have to prove your beauty to anyone for any reason whatsoever. You need to step into your identity as a Christian woman and embrace the beauty that we've received through Christ. Second point I want to make is, I want you to understand that in Christ, you carry a spirit of excellence. You are a virgin. Do you know how you, how you, um, do you know how, do you know you belong to God? Honestly, do your actions show you know who your father is? Do you view situations from your godly inheritance? This is clear here. 
because the word says she was a virgin and no man had slept with her. The reason I emphasize this is sometimes we claim to be Christians in word, but we do not act like Christians in deed. We don't act like Christians in our actions. And James 2.26 says, faith without deeds is dead. So are you a virgin in your actions as well as your words? Can your life testify to your inheritance as a Christian woman? Do you operate in that spirit of excellence you have received in Christ? Let me break this down more practically. Do you talk like a woman that is saved? Do you act like a woman that is saved? Do you relate to people like a woman that is saved? Are your actions pure? Because a virgin is pure. Not only are you sexually um, pure, but also you exercise your actions in a way that speak of spiritual purity. So are you pure in your spirit? When people see you, do they see a spirit of excellence, a spirit of purity? The third point I want to make is, and I'm going to say this again, no man had ever slept with Rebecca. Let's concentrate here for a second. Her worth did not come from men. Her beauty was not dependent on how many men noticed her. Don't be upset because that man did not approach you. He approached your friend. Don't think it's some sort of crazy competition. Don't think that you're any less beautiful because a man called another woman beautiful and he didn't refer to you as beautiful. Don't be intimidated because you think another woman is more attractive than you. Do you not know you carry your own unique beauty? The word says she was very beautiful, not only beautiful, but very. This is important because the more you grow in your inheritance as a Christian, the more the presence and beauty of Christ radiates through you to make you extra unique in your calling. And I want to make a fourth point. A woman of worth is active. She is busy. She is not lazy. Rebecca was about her business. Are you about your business or are you busy gossiping about someone else's? Rebecca went down to the spring. In other words, she was not afraid to get her hands dirty. She was not afraid to do what needed to be done. Are you humble? Do you say, oh, that task is too, it's too dirty for me to do. I can't, I can't start from that point. Everyone starts from somewhere. The word says that um, greater are the days of small beginnings. I'm paraphrasing, but... Do not despise the days of small beginnings, rather, is what I meant to say. So this shows that as a woman of God, and we can see from Rebecca, she was not looking to see if any man noticed her. Is that you? Are you always looking to see how many men noticed me? How many men got my number? Why did they take my friend's number and not my number? Are you just working for the sake of being noticed? That is another way to know where your worth comes from, whether it comes from men or it comes from God. Now, a woman of worth is full. This means that when you walk in the knowledge of your worth, you are full. Rebecca filled her jar. This means when you walk with Christ, you have purpose. You have a jar that is constantly filled. You are busy. You are active in the assignment God has given you in this season. I also want you to note that a woman of worth may fall, but she will always rise. The word says, though the righteous may fall, they Though the righteous may fall seven times, they rise again. This is in Proverbs 24, 16. This means as Rebecca came up again, once she filled her jar, whenever you fall as a Christian, because we will stumble, none of us is perfect. In those moments, you get frustrated, you get angry, you get anxious, 
you make mistakes, you will always find the strength to rise because your worth does not come from men. It comes from God. The righteous may fall seven times, but they rise again. That is the difference between a woman of God and a woman of the world. Not only the strength to rise, but the way you rise. There is grace where God is present. She came up again. To come is to bring something. That means even from when you fell or where you are falling, you're bringing something back. That is a woman of worth in Christ. Now, another point, ladies, and men, if you're listening, it's important you get this. That man will not waste your time. And if you're a man of God seeking a woman of God, a woman of God will not wait for you to waste time. A woman of God doesn't have that kind of time to waste. So ladies, that man will not waste your time. The servant hurried to meet her, the word says. The servant hurried to meet Rebecca. He didn't waste his time. He didn't think, maybe if I see her again on so-and-so day, in so-and-so place, maybe if her friends introduce me to her. Because as ladies, sometimes you make excuses for that guy that, that shows you half and half, he's interested today, he's not interested tomorrow. He's not the one. Let me just break it down for you. This means, right, if that man is telling you stories about why you should sleep with him now and get married later, or why you should not wait for marriage to be sexually active, or how you are now engaged and you can be sexually active, or why you are silly for preserving your purity, let that man go. He is not for you. A man of God will pursue you with purpose. And this is a side note I'm going to make. I have a teaching on this on my YouTube channel called How to Attract a Man of God. And you should check it out. I'll link it below. A man of God recognizes your worth. He is attracted to your virtue. He is attracted to your virtue. He's not attracted to vanity, which is why the, the servant came after Rebecca. He didn't let Rebecca out of his sight. He didn't waste any time. Another point, ladies. A man of God has purpose-filled conversations with you. The servant asked about Rebecca's jar. This also means that man will accept your past, your present, and want to be part of your future. He will not judge you. He will not demean you. He sees your beauty. He sees you are doing your own thing and wants to be a part of it. A true man of God does not react to your beauty. It is your beauty within that draws him. Because notice the servant did not go after Rebecca just because she was beautiful. It was her character that drew him because he came to her after she drew water. So what does your character say about you? This is another reason I want us to understand that a woman of worth, a woman whose worth comes from God, acts very differently and deals with situations very differently than a woman whose worth comes from men. This woman in this passage, Rebecca, is a woman whose worth comes from God. And this is why the man of God knew how to approach her. A godly woman does not entertain a man of the world. She will, she will recognize you. If you're a man trying to mess about with this godly woman, she will know because the spirit of the Lord is within her and he will minister to her. The word says you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Finally, Rebecca was respectful. A woman of worth in Christ is always gracious. You talk with grace, you act with poise because the spirit of God is alive and active in you. Know this, Rebecca quickly responded. In other words, she was quick to serve. Are you a woman with a heart for service or are you selfish? Are you always looking to see what you can get from that situation instead of thinking of how you can give, how you can serve? Are you always looking for opportunities for yourself? Because think about it. Rebecca is just after drawing this water and then this man comes asking for it. It's not convenient, 
it's not convenient for her to give him this water from the jar that she's just gone down to draw because then she'd have to go back and do it again. But she responds in kindness. These are the qualities that speak in a woman whose worth comes from Christ, not the world. A woman of worth is about her father's business. She serves, she's humble, she's kind, she's purposeful. So where does your worth come from? This is why I walked us through these series of steps. Even if you are a woman that is walking, you know, in line with God, you have to make sure your worth does not come from your physical beauty, but you exercise the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit that the word says is of great worth in God's sight. You have to understand that you carry a spirit of excellence and you need to allow that spirit of excellence to operate because you have to be physically pure as well as spiritually pure for that virginity in Christ to be able to speak for you. No man should be able to sleep with you outside marriage. And I reemphasize that because I want you women to understand that just because the man is engaged to you doesn't mean he's married to you yet. Because I get questions on this as well. No man should sleep with you outside marriage. Your beauty is not dependent on how many men notice you. Your beauty is not dependent on how many men approach your friend instead of you. Your beauty is not dependent on the fact that that guy complimented your friend or that other woman's beauty and didn't notice your own. Your beauty comes from Christ. You should be busy about your father's business. You should be going about being humble in service, doing ministry, doing your business, and not doing, um, not serving for the sake of being noticed. You should be filled with the Spirit of God. You should have the knowledge of your worth that comes with Christ, that, that comes with walking with God. And even though you fall, you may make mistakes here and there, you need to have the confidence to know you will always rise. Not only will you rise, but from where you fell, you will gain wisdom and you'll be able to approach it in how God will show you in your walk with him. Men will not waste your time and you will not even give them your time to waste. That's how I'm going to put it. You will not give that man your time to waste. Godly man will not waste your time. If he's wasting your time, he is not the man God has for you. It's really that simple. That was just a quick rundown. I love discussing this topic. Does your worth come from men? Or does it come from God? And just to round up, Proverbs 31.10 says, A wife of noble character, who can find? She's worth far more than rubies. So women... A man of God is after your character. He's after your virtue, not your vanity. That is where I will end this week's topic on this channel. Check out some more topics down below. Join us on the Love Triangle on Facebook where we discuss everything to do with love on a weekly basis. I'll leave the link below. And like I said, it's beside the Facebook icon um, on the side in SoundCloud. Until next week, guys. God bless. Bye.